Hi, I'm Cece, and welcome to the Barry Dyers Podcast, where we share our most intimate insecurities, bariatric stories, and battle with obesity. So grab a cup of inspiration with me as we figure out life, host up, together. We are so excited to announce that ProCare Health is sponsoring the Barry Diaries Podcast. ProCare Health wants to tackle some of the stigmas of bariatric surgery. For example, one of the toughest part of being a bariatric patient is making sure we are getting in all those vitamins and checking in with our doctor to see if we actually achieve proper absorption. ProCare Health is specially formulated for bariatric patients and know what our bodies need. Not only do they take out the guesswork and make it easy for us to achieve our vitamin goals, but they also give us vitamins that taste like dessert. Win, win. And they're easily digestible. Did I mention dark chocolate squares and cinnamon rolls? Give them a try. Use code BERRYPOD to save at ProCareNow.com. Today I have somebody really special and we've been playing phone tag for quite a while trying to set this up but her name is Megan and she's at megans.mission on Instagram she has an amazing inspirational story I love her I really want to introduce y'all to her Megan welcome welcome thanks for having me it's been we've been trying to plan this for months (laughs) literally months I know, um, I know. And it's like here. one thing or another, one thing. So next Tuesday, we several things of this interview is kind of based on next Tuesday, I'm having a 360, like a whole body. body lift. Yes, a whole thing. So and then also, you're right at the cusp of your anniversary. It was uh, four days ago. Oh my gosh. So my one year anniversary is which is June the 10th. Oh, wow. Yeah. Close. July so, 22nd. Exciting. Oh my God. I'm excited for you. Oh my gosh. I, I have a 360 scheduled for next year. I can't wait to talk more about that. So. Oh, wow. Wow. And I was going to say, you look so skinny. Like, <sighs> holy oh. shit. You look so tiny. I'm going for strong. Well, not tiny. You know, you're just <laughs> a smaller woman, but I can see your Petite. arms. I totally see there's when you work out. This is when you don't. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we, if, if I'm not flexing, though, I mean, it, it's the angle and it's the lighting. I happen to have pretty decent lighting in my office here. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, thank you. It looks so good. <laughs> I can't wait to get into that, all of that, but I like to start off every episode with stats. It's just good inspiration. People love that. People want to hear that. And I want to hear it too, because it's exciting. For sure. So I'm 30 years old and I'm five foot three. My highest weight was 315 pounds. My surgery weight was 218 pounds. And my current weight, I am maintaining around 150 pounds. Am I missing one? Your highest surgery, your highest current, surgery current. Uh-huh. You got it. And surgery date, 722-21. So yeah. it's been a year. 
you've been a year and you're shorty like me. I'm 4'11". So. I, oh, you're so tiny. <laughs> I know. People say I don't feel tiny. I don't know why I don't feel tiny. Do you oh feel my, tiny? I feel, yeah, I feel short. And, and this is completely unrelated, but I went on a business trip like two weeks ago and I went to the city and all my coworkers, I was like looking up at them and I'm like, whoa, realizing how short I am. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody's but, tall. What the hell? What's that about? Yeah, I know. That's why I get so excited when I talk to somebody who's under five, three, because it's like, oh my gosh, she's like me. Scott, you know, excited. I am. You get me. Yeah, I get you. I know what it feels like, but I also feel sexy though, next to my husband. Cause he's so tall. Do you get nice. that? I get that. My, my husband is, um, not too much taller than me. He's what, five, seven, five, eight, but still yes still yeah. tiny still still shorter but not like when I met my six foot six co-worker and I was like hi nice to meet you <laughs> oh I know oh my gosh yeah then you feel like a third grader I did yeah yeah you are joining us on the bariatric cruise I am Hi-ya. so excited I can't wait oh my god I'm pumped. I can't wait to meet you and, and everybody else. There's so many people that I've become friends with through the Instagram community. Mm-hmm. Super grateful for it. And I can't wait to meet them and hang out with them and sit by the pool with them and have a margarita and do all the fun things. Yeah. So I wanted to, one, not only am I excited that you're going on the cruise, but I wanted to talk about, so your surgery was a year ago and what state do you live in? I'm in Florida, You're but in Florida. I was, I just moved here. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm from New Jersey, born and raised. Oh, there's your accent. I knew oh, you had a little no. something. Really? Just a little bit. I heard it. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it lingers. Well, I'm from Texas. Can you tell? I can. It's adorable. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I was going to hear it at all. <laughs> See, you never know. You like, not that you're in denial. Maybe I'm in denial because I'm like, I don't have an accent. What? Yeah. But then I sit there and I'm like, oh, can I have a cup of coffee? <laughs> I'm like, Wait. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. It is. It is. It's hot as fuck here, too. It is so. It's 109 like yesterday or something. That's a hard pass for me. Yeah. But. Oh, I hate <laughs> it. I'm so done. I'm so over Texas, dude. It's so hot. I just got out of the pool, actually. This is the swim top. it's sexy yeah it's kind of wet still so I'm feeling really good because it's so hot it is so hot here so hot gotta do what you gotta do cool off okay so let me do my homework here because everybody wants to know I just want to chat I just want to chat but so you had your surgery did your surgery go good and what surgery did you get so I had VSG and surgery went good and uh I'll tell you what the first two weeks were kind of hell. (laughs) And uh, by that, I mean, I struggled sleeping because there was so much pain on my left side, which is strange because I think usually people have pain on the right side. Hmm. But I, um, it it was, it was so hard to get comfortable and, and sleep. And I relied so heavily on the binder, the belly binder, game changer total game changer I didn't use that I probably should have oh my goodness I waited oh yeah oh yeah it was amazing you just cinch that thing super tight and it is like 
it holds everything in. You feel like a new person. And it was the only thing that I was able to use to where if I had to cough or sneeze or sleep, I, I felt normal. Yeah. Kind of. But um, I did struggle in the beginning with um, getting my fluids in. I actually had to stay an extra night at the hospital. I stayed two nights because I wasn't getting my fluids in. Um, you know, they give you the little cup and they say to take, you know, a sip or one cup every or four times an, uh, an hour. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was hard. And uh, I, I, I said either, like, but they still let me leave. <laughs> it was time to go, man. To go. They, they were sticklers and I appreciate it now. But then I was like, so over it. I was like, get me out of here. I want to go home. They ended up moving my surgery. I was like an hour and a half from my house. So I felt isolated. It was still very like COVID-y. So, mm. you know, there were strict visiting hours. It was oh, not fun, but the two nights sucked. <laughs> and I was still struggling with liquids at home, but the first two weeks were the worst of it. But after that, we're good. That's how I was. It was fun yeah. after the, the first two weeks, I felt like, I was starving. Like I was dying. I could not eat anything. I could not drink anything. And I felt like I was slowly dying. <laughs> That's what it felt oh like. Oh my God. Did you have hunger? No, I had no hunger, but I just knew that my body was not getting the minimum, you know, mm -hmm. and I just felt weak. I felt tired. I felt sluggish. Yeah. I just knew I wasn't getting enough in and I was trying and I just but it's amazing. You know, we have that extra fat there. We're not going to die. You're not going to die. <laughs> You're going to be okay. No. So after a week or two, well, I was they... fine. Good. What, what was, was your pre-op diet all liquid or did you have um, like the, the light meal and shakes? What was your pre-op diet? My pre-op diet was actually just uh, like a low fat, low calorie, but it was amazing. I started losing weight and just it did great. That's BSD. what, that's what keeps you going is once you actually start to see the, the, the weight come off, it, it makes you feel like, okay, like this is possible. I'm capable. Like this is actually something that's going to maybe work this time, you know? Cause I think yeah. it's, I think most of us who have gone through surgery feel like they've lost hope and you know, it's, it's like, is this actually, is this going to help? Like you, you want it to, but I feel like in the back of my head, I was like, what if it doesn't work? You know, what, what if, what if, I, I don't know. I, I was scared. I was worried. I was scared that it, it wasn't uh well, just all the work. other diets you tried, all the other diets you paid for all the other diets that we failed in. So it, it absolutely is. It's like, this has got to be it. So that's why I started the podcast because I, I would search the internet for people that were short like me to see what their numbers were because I felt the same way. I was like, is this going to work? Because it just got you excited. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh my God, I think this is going to be, so you start calculating like, okay, if I lose this much this month, this much this <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? It starts to feel real. It feels tangible. Mm-hmm you know, when it, when it's actually happening, it's not so much like a dream anymore. It's actually happening. And that's why it's, it's such an emotional thing. And, you know, you feel so proud of yourself and you should, and to anybody listening, if you 
don't ever feel bad for feeling proud as hell. Yeah. Like that's like you, you did that, like you're doing that and you should feel so good about it and you should celebrate it. Hell yeah. Whether it's 20 pounds, 40 pounds, hundred pounds, 120, I mean, anything, any amount of weight is just like, just to see the number on the scale going down one or two pounds, like every day or every other day is the most beautiful feeling in the first couple of months. It's like, oh my God, it's so addicting. But then it stops and we're like, oh shit. I know. And then <laughs> and it's then, like, wait. And then it's less and less because, you know, you know, you're already losing the weight. And so, yeah, it's the most, I don't know. You got to do it. You just, if anybody's on the fence, just fucking do it. How much shit have we done and failed? What's one more? Just do it. Just do it. Especially if your insurance is going to pay for it. Just do it. Just do Absolutely. It lot of these bariatric Facebook groups and, you know, there are people like, oh, you know, do you have any regrets? Do you have any regrets? And you always have your negative Nancy's, but 98% of people say my only regret is not doing it sooner. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I'm, I was 50 when I did it. Oh, wow. How you look good. I'm actually 51. I turned 50. I actually, holy shit. I turned 51 tomorrow. Wait, what? Your birthday's tomorrow? Yes, July 27th. Yep, I'm a Leo. Mm -hmm. Did you like just realize that? <laughs> You're like, oh, actually, wait. Actually, I ain't gonna lie. I suck at dates. Like my husband's birthday, he left one weekend to like drill or something. And he left, gave me a kiss that morning, left and everything. And it wasn't until the next day that I was like, yesterday was your birthday. <laughs> you didn't tell me. Oh, I suck. God. I suck at birthdays that, or like anniversaries yeah so actually thanks Happy Megan birthday. thanks I was on the computer and I looked and I was like oh shit tomorrow's my birthday <laughs> yeah but there's two there's two types of people there's you and then there's me who's like six weeks five weeks three days my birthday's tomorrow <laughs> it's um, my birthday month my birthday week no you're young you're so young well, baby, people try to discourage you too. Like, oh, it gets harder as you get older. And like, yes, but I don't know. It just people, ah, people are always going to be yeah. nasty, negative. Have you not seen Jennifer Lopez in the news lately? She's she, gorgeous. She's a babe. I My know. goodness. My goodness. Fuck. She must lay in a chamber like all day and then they let her out to go do something and then she has to get right back in I I read something. She said that her secret to looking this good is she wears sunscreen every day. I believe it. Absolutely. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't make a comment about sipping through a straw. See, I'm I'm sipping through a straw too. I wasn't going to ask you what are you drinking because I, I am like to know that. Sure, I'm drinking water, and I added a little Propel packet. Um, I have done that since post-op, you know, Gatorade, Powerade, Propel, mm -hmm. um, liquid IV helps help. I don't know if it's mental or not, but I feel hydrated, you know, <laughs> even oh, if shit. it's just you're mental, making, you're making me look bad because I'm drinking. It's like orangey. It's like orange sherbet, but it is a, like one of those sugar-free orange sherbet ice creams. I don't know what that is, but I, I feel like I need it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like an orange sherbet ice cream. It's, so it's got the orange Ooh. on the out and the cream on the inside. So I put it in a cup and I put some 
I only used the shit I had in the house because this is what's here. And I yeah. had the pineapple, coconut, tremino water. I put some Ooh. of that in there. And so the ice cream was still kind of frozen, right? Because I got it out of the freezer. And then I put a shot of rum. <laughs> and it up. <laughs> like, oh, this is so nice. It's orange. It's healthy. Hey, we're going through the shot pool. Yep. It was, it's so, it tastes like a orange Sun- sherbet summer. Yes. It's so good. Oh my goodness. I love it. Do you have a drink of choice after surgery or are you kind of just whatever you feel like drinking? I love Tremino's because they don't have a, a aftertaste, a powder taste. It just tastes like really diluted crystal light, like a, like your power, your drink, your, like, it's like a really diluted version of that. And it has yeah. protein. So I drink that really honestly, Megan, I just drink water out of the water bottle. I don't put a bunch of stuff in it. I try to be fancy and I, I have a huge container. If anybody wants it, message me and I will mail it to you. But I have this huge ass container. I went to Walmart and I bought all of those, all those drinks you can get, but they're sugar-free, those little packets, Uh huh. you know, all those brands like, um, crush strawberry crush this or like all those flavors it, it's at walmart they have a whole section of them i literally bought everything and i don't use them can we talk about that i want to touch on that to anybody pre-op don't go balls to the wall buying a bunch of stuff yeah don't I did. do it don't i do wasted it. so much money oh my god i wasted so much money mm-hmm. but all these proteins i i tried different protein powders before surgery i said i'm going to find the protein powder that i love found it loved this protein shake so much it was like sex in my mouth what was it called it was the lemon girl scout cookie one from gnc but the problem is after surgery my taste buds changed and i couldn't do it wow Mm -hmm. so what's your protein that you drink now um so there's a couple of different ones that i have so uh in my coffee 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 mm-hmm. is that losing my accent is that good in my yeah. coffee you already did it Megan you can't take it back it's oh. it's there I'm not going to edit that out <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I'll do um I'll do like a fair life um whatever flavor is available because finding fair life is like finding unicorns I love it that's yeah, so good um I do I like to do the iced coffee and do you know what I've been drinking lately this is going to sound so gross but please hear me out um, it's called muscle egg. It is literally liquid egg whites flavored, but it's ultra pasteurized. So it's not like drinking like huh. salmonella. They had it on free sample at this fitness expo that I went to recently. Delicious. Oh my God. So it, it's, it's not like a weird, gross, gooey consistency. It is delicious. I, I got like chocolate mocha and, and cake batter and okay. Yeah. And, where, and where did you get it online? On their website, Muscle Egg. When did you start having a weight problem that brought you to your, I'm over this shit, I can't do it. Well, my weight problem started as long as I can remember. I was always the the fat kid, you know? And uh, all throughout elementary, middle, high school, and uh, it, it, it varied, you know, like there was a point in high school where my weight was higher. I think I was wearing like a, probably like a size 16 in jeans at the time. 
and it, it's, it's at the point it's, it's when I was at my heaviest weight, I always sat there and I was like, Oh my God, like I thought I was so fat back then. I wish I was that fat now, you know? Um, we all do that. I, I mean, <laughs> and then being where I am now, I, I wish that I, you know, like don't talk poorly about yourself at any stage because no matter where you were, where you are at every single point, every at, in your life brought you to where you are now. And, you know, there, there's a reason for everything. And I firmly believe that I don't regret being any certain weight at any point in time, because it tells my story. But um, my aha moment was in 2018, which is really when my weight loss journey started. Um, so I had surgery only a year ago, but my overall weight loss journey started in 2018. So it's been a long road. Um, it was a trip to Disney World in November of 2018. And at the time I was over 300 pounds and, you know, Disney's supposed to be the happiest place on earth, but it was probably the, one of the most miserable experiences of my life. It was hot. I couldn't find clothes that fit me properly. Um, I was wearing like, uh, like t-shirts and, and leggings and the shorts that I did find, I found shorts that fit but they were down to like my knee like Bermuda shorts but they were just mm -hmm. so uncomfortable in the hot hot heat I, and I was struggling to walk around the parks at Disney that's a there lot was, of walking girl it's a lot of walking it's so mm -hmm. much walking and um I was with my mom and you know other family members and my mom was actually using the little motorized cart um and she's also since been on her own weight loss journey and she would no longer have to do that um, but I remember struggling so hard because I refused to do that. And I remember that being my moment where I was like, that won't be me. I said, I can't let that be me. So the most vivid memory that I have from that Disney trip that like really, like really was so, so embarrassing mm -hmm. is when we were at Epcot, there was one point where my legs and my feet had gotten so swollen from walking that I had to sit down, take off my shoes and elevate my legs and like massage the edema out of my legs to get back on my feet. And people are staring at you as they're walking by and it's just, it was mortifying. And you're so young, how old were you? So 2018, that was four years ago, I was 26. Wow. That hurts yeah. my feelings, yeah. I used to have the thing where you would push the skin in and it would stick and stay there. And I, yeah, yep. That is, that was my aha moment. And I said, you know what, when I get home, I'm going to join Weight Watchers, but you know, it's, it's just looking back and how many times have we all done that? This is it. This is the moment like this. I'm changing my life. You know, like this, this is, I'm not giving up this time. I can't even begin to tell you how many times I said that until I actually didn't give up a lot over the years, mm -hmm. but I, uh, refused to give up the, uh, fire in my soul was so focused on really living my best life. I realized that I wasn't living my best life. So, yeah. so you called the doctor the next day or did it take a little while? 
Well, my journey started with Weight Watchers and I lost a hundred pounds on Weight Watchers. So I never considered surgery ever. I candidly, completely candidly felt like I was above it. I was um, misinformed like a lot of people. And I said, well, I don't want to take the easy way out. And there was a little bit of a pride, a little bit of a pride thing going on. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm so glad that I I was able to like really educate myself on the fact that this is not easy at all. And the the best decision I ever made, but um, I was able to lose a hundred pounds on Weight Watchers. In hindsight, Weight Watchers was just another kind of band-aid of disordered eating. Um, It's at the point now where when I hear like the word points, it's actually triggering. Yeah, no, I, I think I did Weight Watchers. I quit whenever they said vegetables and fruits were no points. You could eat those for free or something for free. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm eating bananas all day. <laughs> but yeah, no, I did Weight Watchers. I'm, so- I'm super grateful for what it did for me. And it did, you know, it did give me that that little bit of a boost that that kickstart of like nutritional knowledge yeah so that's good yeah exactly and you know any any me you anybody else any any diet that we try it's it's just writing the book and it's it's giving us more experience all the failures all the successes it's it's we're gaining knowledge Mm -hmm. we're figuring out what does and doesn't work you know so um, was able to do that, but then I got stuck at a hundred pounds and man, that was, uh, that was tough. That was very, uh, disheartening, I guess you could say it like killed my motivation. You know, you, you lose all this weight and I, I did have a little bit of a platform on Instagram and people are so like excited for you. And then you're like, it's that's tough. it. That's <laughs> it. Okay. It's like, oh damn. Uh, yeah. So that's when I decided to look further into surgery. Someone that I knew had had it. And I was like, you know what? Like, let me really do my research. Let me try to understand the, everything behind it and the work that it takes. And I wanted to really just get a better painted picture. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so glad I did. I'm yeah. so glad I did it's a decision to be proud of. And that's, you know, I, I think that, um, a lot of people that reach out to me said, you know, have, have said like, I'm, well, you know, so-and-so, or I've only told so-and-so I'm embarrassed. I don't want people to think less of me. I don't want people to think that I'm taking the easy way out. And, uh, it's not the case. And it took me a little while to, to get over that too. Cause I was really nervous to tell my family. Yeah. And, and I was met with exactly what I thought I was going to be met with. Well, you lost a hundred pounds without it. And I'm just like, man, like, can't you just say like, good for you. People are always going to have something to say, but you need to do what's right for you because it's your body. You're living in it. What makes Megan successful? What's made me get where I am today is not being complacent and always wanting to do better for myself and always wanting more. And even while simultaneously celebrating where I was at that point in time, understanding that it, it, there's, there's no end point. No matter where I am, 
you can always be better. Even now, lifting weights and, you know, tracking macros and doing all the right things. I'm, I'm going to keep doing it because I'm only going to get stronger. I'm only going to get better. And it's to, to be successful for me was not just about eating less. It's about making it really part of my lifestyle, incorporating um, the prioritization of my water, incorporating the movement and lifting weight and making sure that I'm fueling my body properly, not just eating less and not just relying on restriction because you can't do that. No, because that no. goes away. It, it, you yeah. know, it, Absolutely. you can't do that. Um, I eat more now than what yeah. I did before I had bariatric surgery. I'm eating it mm-hmm. throughout the day. I eat more now. You got to hear, I, I tell myself that and I'm like, holy shit, I eat more now. I eat all the time and I eat carbs. Oh, me too. Oh I yeah. Eat, I eat whatever I want. I don't go crazy with it. Uh, Megan, I just saw your video. You made me go buy that Wait. goddamn Ninja ice cream maker. And I literally do the chocolate ice cream. So good. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's fair life. Chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. And, and holy it, shit, it is so good. I so, wish, I wish I had that post-op. God, I wish. Yeah. And I, I just, I'm saying I eat whatever I want. It's modified, but I still love it. It still works. I still eat bread. Do I eat a whole two pieces of bread? No, I can't eat that in one sitting. I'll eat half a piece of bread or pre-op and post-op diet immediately when you are just sitting there drinking broth and protein shakes. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It really sucks. But when you get through it and when you start to normalize onto a, a, your your life, mm-hmm. the way that it's going to be, you know, post-op and beyond for the rest of your life, yeah, you got to love what you're eating. You have to figure out what's sustainable for you. And yeah, so what makes me successful? Moving my body, prioritizing that, working out, you know, and, and getting super strong and loving what I'm eating, not restricting myself which is like, I can't stress that enough. There's nothing that I can't have. Yeah. Like if you, you say, Meg, you want cheesecake? Yes. I'll oh, yeah. put a cheesecake. Yeah. 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 Cause I know like, it's not going anywhere. You know, I know it's not the last time I'm ever going to have cheesecake. So I don't need to eat so much cheesecake that it makes me sick. Yeah. You just eat. I feel a little restriction. I'm good, but it, it's so weird how bariatric surgery Sometimes I was sitting somewhere and I thought, why couldn't I do this before? But I could not feel the hunger pain because I was always eating like all the time. Yeah. I could not feel the restriction because I just acclimated to just eating till it came up to here. And then you literally filled your whole stomach and your gut. And I mean, all the way up, like, you know, that feeling. But I, I don't, guys, I, I can't explain oh, yeah. plastic surgery. It just works, period. We need to put that on a fucking t-shirt. It just works. It just, it just, I, it does. I think it gives people a mental reset because like you said, you don't really, you're not really thinking about whether you're hungry or you're full. You're just mindlessly eating. Mm-hmm. But I feel like surgery has really, really helped me be aware of those habits and you know, in, in the beginning, the restriction is much more powerful and it decreases over time, as, as you know. Um, but it's in those first six months or so that you really need to just develop those habits and be aware 
of like your hunger cues and when, you know, you're no longer hungry. And to me, I, I feel like bariatric surgery works because it really gives you the opportunity. It gives you that um, mental reset that, does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. It does. And, and the, the several months that you have after like fresh post-op is kind of a mental reset because you can't, even if you try to binge eat, you cannot. Mm -hmm. So I think just that habit of going through those two or three months of that consistent, that diet program they have you or that food program they have you on, I should say, is the jump start to the, and then that's what gets you to the next month and the next month. And, you know, yeah. seeing the weight fall off and then it just like progress. It just works. Bariatric surgery just works. It just absolutely. So when did you meet your husband and when were you introduced to the gym? And was that before or after? Did you see him at the gym? Like, oh, wait, hold on. I look at your Instagram. This is what I'm imagining. Okay. You're at the gym. You're in your weight loss journey. This guy, like I've seen your pictures. He's adorable. Oh like, my oh God. my God, he's adorable. I know. And he's in the gym. She said, I know. <laughs> I'm so lucky. And he's there and he's like, hey, and he falls in love with you. Even when you were at your heaviest, he loved you. And then he got to stay with you through the progression of you losing weight. And y'all are still together. You have a home gym, I think. I think it's in your house because yeah. you take a lot of pictures in the gym. Oh my God. You're making me sound like a douche. <laughs> no, I love, I love home gym. I wish I, I had one. I, that's the goal girl. I have a home gym. So that's everybody I, post your gym selfies. You deserve it. Yeah. Own it. Post those gym selfies. Let's go send them to me. Yeah. I will hype you up. <laughs> Megan, um, Megan's dot mission guys on Instagram. So that's my, when I imagine you, cause you know, we're just on Instagram and I'm just looking in, but tell me the real story. Sure. So I didn't meet him at the gym. Sorry. Disappoint. Oh, so okay. Uh, but, but you know, we are soulmates, but I'll start from the top. Uh, I started working out in 2019. I went to orange theory and, um, it's what got me into exercising and I would, never do it today. Um, I would never do a burpee again for as long as I live, unless I'm getting paid a lot of money, but, um, super, super grateful. It's gotten me where I am today. But when I met him, I had already lost a hundred pounds, but I was still overweight. Um, and he, it, it's just like, never, it's never been a concern to him. It's never even been a thought to him. If anything, he actually, he tells me all the time. He's like, you know, what really, I admired about you ever since the beginning and up until, you know, today is mm -hmm. you're driving your ambition to love yourself and take care of yourself and want to be the best version of you, no matter what weight that might be. But, you know, like really, oh my God, I swear, like That's we, what my husband, we're, we're my, disgusting. I asked my husband and he'll say, baby, I just want you to be where you're happy, where mm. you find your best self or where you need to be, to be healthy in yourself and where, wherever you want to take it. But I, I love you regardless, any, mm -hmm. the way you are right now, the way you were six months ago, the way you were six years ago, it don't matter. Like, isn't that the most, but he, he, oh my God, he, like, so, I, I, and he we do work out together. You do. Well, I was going to say, and my husband made me watch the notebook. So, Stop. you know, he's a good guy. 
I'm, I'm gonna puke. I love it. I know. So oh y'all work God. out together. I love that. Me too. Yeah, oh. we we so um he's been there every step of the way. So he was there through the difficult decision of, you know, making the decision to have surgery and the emotional support that I needed when telling my family. And um he was he was there, dropped me off the morning up. He was waiting for me in the room the whole time. I'm gonna cry. Sorry. He he's such a good guy. That is so beautiful. But you know what's so amazing? Your surgery was a year ago and Uh, you hear you hear about there's couples who they have vertic surgery and then they break up. And like what what do you think was the difference or like I, I don't know. I always wonder like why? Why would you leave your wife at the point of her life where she actually wants to take charge of her own life I don't know and I always oh it just gives me chills it just like so when I see somebody who actually works and it I I will touch on one thing um I'm divorced and I you know obviously was married before I met Eddie that's Mm -hmm. you know who I'm with now yeah the relationship was not um not a healthy one Mm -hmm. Um, there was, you know, a, um, a lot of emotional and mental, it wasn't, it wasn't a healthy relationship. Um, and I will say that losing the, the initial weight that I did, did help me gain the confidence and the self-awareness to feel, um, like I could leave the situation. I didn't leave. People always say like, oh, you lose weight and then you leave or you, oh, you're leaving me because you lost a bunch of weight. No, what I think happens in in my case, at least, and, you know, possibly with other people is you, you gain that confidence and you gain that self-respect. That self-worth. Self-worth to know what you deserve. And I knew that I didn't deserve that, you know? So, um, that that's my take on it is, you know, if, if that is happening, I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with weight loss. I think it could be something underlying that helps with self-worth. Well, good it, you. It, it, you know, it can yeah. expose people, you know, again, yeah. I'm in some of these Facebook groups and it's God, it's heartbreaking hearing some of these stories and um, it's tough. It's yeah, really it tough to read. Yeah, no, I had, I, I was actually married for two. It wasn't a negative relationship, but he just wasn't there and he was okay being really big and I wasn't. And that's where it started. And I, I didn't want that. I want somebody who's going to push me, help me, encourage me. I want to be my best self. I want to exercise. I like, I, I want to, I want to try harder and he just wasn't there. And that was the beginning of our ending you know, you need to be a team. You need, you need someone to meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm glad that you found that. That's amazing. I'm glad but, you found it. Yes. We met at a car show, not as glamorous as the gym, but we met at a car show. It's a shared interest of ours. And, uh, we, he, he, like, he, he was going to, and, you know, it was something that we were both like into at the time. And, you know, when we got together, it was right before the pandemic happened and, you know, we were doing some like home workouts together and uh, it, it was, 
you know, very bonding moments, but we really kicked it into gear when we started with our weightlifting, which was last November. Um, so it's been almost eight months of consistency now, which is like huge. The fact that I've done something yeah. like that for that long, like be proud of yourself, people be proud of your, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, like that's I so, I am not going to lie, Megan. I am only consistent with waking up and going to sleep. <laughs> hey, you know what? I do not. That's good. <laughs> I, I do not. I, I will go walking. I, I take it back. We were doing really good. I was going to the gym and he was my trainer because he has a gym at the armory, you know, where he's at because he's in the military. Yeah. But he, he got deployed like last hell. I don't even know when it was. <laughs> um, and we just stopped because he was gone and I mm -hmm. didn't have anybody there. And I'm, I would just go for a walk and go for a couple miles, five miles, just do walking. And I like that, but yeah, good for you. Eight months. What does that feel like? If you could tell the old Megan where the new Megan is at oh. right now, what would the old Megan say right now? Yeah, <laughs> man, I used to make fun of people like me. Oh, look at them working out and, you know, they're gym bro and blah, blah, blah. And man, I, I used to. It's so easy for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, look at them, you know, working out and, you know, things. It, it, yeah, I, I, I didn't understand. I, I, I remember, I remember vividly saying, like, I could never do that. Like, who would put themselves through that? That's miserable. Now on the other side, I realized that there is a feeling of accomplishment that you get from finishing a really tough workout or hitting a new personal record. And man, it is, it is like a feeling that you can't explain. Mm -hmm. It's a good feeling, but if I think about it often, I think about it all the time, actually, because I never want to forget what I the the old me would have said or would have thought and it's just like it's impossible it really it really truly is like this the, the way that I'm living my day-to-day -day, would have never in a million years believe you I would have laughed in your face like it's just a 180 a total 180 it's crazy it's crazy yeah it's it's wild. So weird. It's yeah. weird. It is weird. Like even the food that you eat. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw, I think it's my third episode, Sam sleeve. She had a video on her Instagram and it was like, she eats cereal with her fair life vanilla. And I was like, Sounds Oh good. my God, I've never thought of that. Cause if you get tired of eating it the same way every time. So yeah. I got up and I had a fair life vanilla and I put two tablespoons uh, two like two tablespoons of Chex cereal because yeah. it's gluten-free, the cinnamon. And I put it in there and I shake it up and I eat like, because too much sugar, it makes me sick. Like I can't eat that much, God damn it. But <laughs> it was so good. And then I just drank the cinnamon flavored Fair Life afterwards. And it was like the most yummy thing ever. I used to eat bowls of that shit like two or three bowls in one sitting. Yeah. It, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. My, my muse used to be, um, gushers. That sounds so silly, 
but I used to buy the family size pack of Gushers from Costco. And it comes with like 42 bags of Gushers. And okay, hold on, I'm old. What, what is Gushers? Oh, no. What is Gushers? Is, okay, my, I think you're talking about roll-ups. Kind of, but they have like this gooey juice in the middle. It's delicious. Oh, they're my like, goodness. okay, so it's, it's like fruit roll-ups. And I can only imagine the people that are going to be listening to this. Like they're, they're on my side. They're going to be like, you don't know what Gushers are? I watch, <laughs> but they're like little fruit snacks, but they have like juice inside and you bite yeah, it. Yeah, but, like... but not liquid. It's like almost like a syrup, like a, Ooh, wow, this, that it's sounds deli- yummy. That sounds it's yummy. yummy. It's yummy. Yeah. It's yummy. Um, and I would totally eat them now, but the, the mindset change is like, I would, I would kill a box of Gushers in an, a whole weekend, sometimes one night, but man, I would sit there with the box sitting on the ledge behind me while I'm watching TV. It was like an open between the kitchen living room, have the box there, take a bag out, eat it, put the, the package to the side. And it was just over and over and over again. And now when I think about it, I'd be like, all right, yeah, like a pack of Gushers sounds nice. And it, it's, it's weird. And tell me, do you experience this? I'm like, not really triggered anymore. Yeah. You know, I, like- yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was a binge eater. And so <laughs> the way I do it is if I want something, I allow myself to have it mm-hmm. because a binge eater's brain is if I don't get it, then I'm going to wait until you're gone or I wait till I tell myself I'm going to get it. And then when I get it, I'm going to eat it till I'm sick for two, three weeks until I'm sick of it. And then I'll just go to something else. So I always allow myself to get it, but it's so weird. It's like you said, you got one pack. My, I loved peanut M&Ms. And so I've gotten peanut M&Ms since bariatric surgery. Like we just drove to Minnesota a couple weeks ago and I got peanut M&Ms. I ate like two or three and I was like, Oh, I'm good. I tasted it. It was good. (laughs) I put it down and I didn't even eat it. So it's it like, feels good, right? What the hell is that? But you feel so in control. Yeah, food literally has no control on you anymore. And it's the weirdest feeling. It's like, freeing. Oh, it is. It is God. so, oh, it's like um, just that, that guilt that you have before surgery. Yeah. That guilt and that self-hatred and that disgust that you have in yourself because you fail and you can't stop. It's like, it's gone. It's crazy. The, we the, went to um that looming cloud that was always over you. Food, always on your mind. I don't even think about food anymore. And when I do, no. I'll go in there and I'll go get me some protein. Like I'll get me um something in there that I know it's good and I'll eat it and I it's not even a thought like I don't think about food all day it's weird it is weird we went to um over the weekend and I remember walking past the bakery and I remember like turning and I'm like "Mm, like you smell the croissants they smell so nice and I you know we walked over to like this uh, tray of brownies and I'm like damn that looks good but it wasn't like a Oh my God, I need it. I was, I had like an appreciation for it. I was like, that looks really good, but like, that's it. And I was, I was good. Just like walked on by it. And and it's just like, Mm -hmm. that's powerful. Yeah. Being able to like, not let it overcome you. Mm -hmm. Like, and those are the moments where I'm like, wow, that's growth. That's, 
that food freedom is such an amazing feeling to have gotten here. And people always talk about like before you have surgery, it's about the stats. And then after you have surgery, it's not really about the stats anymore. I think all of those things sort of melt away. And at this point, it's like, could I lose 10 more pounds? Yeah, I could lose 10 more pounds. Yeah. Do I care? You know, like, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like a huge. Now, if I had 100 pounds to go, of course, I need to lose. But I'm saying it's like the number, the scale number, the scale obsession, the food obsession, the overeating, emotionally, all these things sort of melt away. And there's just such a God, I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know. Do you have the words, Megan? I don't know. It's 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 freedom. It's um, you don't feel prisoner to it anymore. You really feel like you are living for yourself and not living by the shackles of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. And to touch on your point about um, like the scale obsession and stuff, that's why it's so important to focus on the non-scale victories along the way because mm-hmm. the scale eventually stops. And then what? Yes, yeah that's that's when you have to realize that not everything's about the scale and you know it it was actually kind of hard for me to enter maintenance because it did mess with me for a while because you're always like I lost this this week I lost this I lost this and then it's like you know what what are we celebrating now (laughs) you know so it's start early you know, that's, that's my advice. Start early celebrating the non-scale victories because eventually the scale is going to stop. And there's so much more to celebrate than the number on the scale. Yeah. So what happened to all the people that told you, you don't need to do it. You already lost hundred pounds. How do they feel with the Megan now? Cause you, you've probably lost a hundred more, 80 more. How much more did you lose since the Weight Watchers? I teeter totter in between a total loss of 165 and 170. Wow. So which is like, um, people, people are, you know, all about it now. Like, Oh, you did so great. And all the people that were like, Oh, surgery, blah, blah, blah. They're like, Oh, like, look at you. You're such a great advocate. And you know, yeah. (sighs) (laughs) Cool. You know, I, I I did this for myself, not you, but thank, thank you. Appreciate it. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that people are, are happy for me. It's tough. I, I think, you know, you have your friends or something, because I had uh, people that were like, well, you know, surgery sounds good. Barrister surgery sounds good. And then whenever I was going to actually had my surgery day, they're like, wait a minute, you're not going to do that, are you? And then once the weight starts falling off, they really don't want to see you anymore. Like they, to look at you makes them look at themselves. And it's this weird but at the same time, you want to tell everybody, I did barrier surgery. Oh my God, it works. Like, I want to scream it from the rooftop sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I want to tell everybody. I saw a girl at Stripes, a gas station, and this lady got out of her car and she, and I was sitting on the passenger seat and she was sitting, she was right next to me. She got out of the driver's seat and my son was driving. So he was in the store. But anyway, I was sitting there and she looked so much in pain. She got out of her car and she struggled to walk to the door and God, my heart, like I wanted to tell her. It makes you feel different these days. Yeah. Like you, 
I, 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 there have been times where I've wanted to say or offer some kind of help or advice, but then I'm like, like if, if I were in those, it's, it's a tough place to be oh, in because tough. yeah, you, you can't, I have a hard, sometimes I'll oh. make up shit about the podcast just to start dialogue. <laughs> like a waitress or somebody like do you know why you know why I like talking about it now because of the amount of people that have come forward to me saying that I you know I I've normalized it for them and there have been people who have said like I thought about going for a consultation and after learning a little bit more about your journey like I finally made the call and like man yes like that's that's amazing that makes me smile it's so good that you can encourage people Megan that's all I want to do I want people to understand that they are capable and I shared the video did you see the video that I posted for my one year anniversary Uh at the very end I posted the screen video of I took it right at the beginning of my weight loss journey and I had said um is that if they can do it, I can do it. It feels, you know, it feels so real. Like, I really feel like I can do it this time. And man, looking back at that, like, that's a girl with ambition. And like, she did that. And oh, God, I'm getting emotional. I'm not even the one drinking rum. (laughs) But yeah, you are capable. You are so much more capable than you could ever imagine. Yeah. And any time that you've ever failed or you've never truly failed unless you stop trying. So never stop trying. I always like to ask everybody before we end the podcast, which I can't believe we've been talking an hour already. Oh my God. Have we? Jeez. Yeah. I always like to ask, do you have any words of wisdom for the Megan or, you know, somebody out there that's the Megan, but she's scared to have surgery like she's scared to take that leap and just doesn't think it's going to work or any it could be any advice any advice I think it's all beautiful and inspiring the having a fear is completely valid it's a lot of fear of the unknown you don't know how you're going to react after surgery you don't know you know, all the outside influences, you read about people struggling in their relationships and their families, you don't know what's going to happen to you. But ultimately, if you're thinking about surgery, it's likely because you want to do it for you and for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing is it's okay to be selfish. And it's okay to want to take your life back and to take your health back and to live your best life. And if you're scared, or if you're on the fence, like you said in in the way beginning, you know, it's, what's one more thing you've tried everything else. It, you know, it's, it's worked for me. It's worked for so many other people. It's been that second chance. And just like everybody else, my only regret is not doing it sooner. You know, I'm, I'm super happy that, you know, I went through everything that I've gone through to get here, but don't be scared. I am always happy to chat with anybody if they are, you know, feeling pretty miserable one week post-op or feeling really terrified and unsure two years pre-op yeah but do it for you do not second guess yourself don't let anybody else's opinions cloud what you want to do for you Mm -hmm. 
I love that because we all have our down days. You're just so amazing, Megan. I, I think I even messaged you last week and said, I am having a really tough time or really tough weekend. I don't even remember what it was, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you just need to call on somebody and say, man, I'm struggling today. Today is just not, and we all have those days, you know, and so it's good to find your community for sure. That's so important, a positive, uplifting, inspirational community. And Megan, your Instagram just, it does it for me. You're one of my favorites. Oh my God. Like I go look at your stuff and I get pinged whenever Megan's mission's uploaded a new reel Wait, or whatever do you have my post notifications on yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> so funny. I just I love I mean I think it's just it's so encouraging it's just even for some of us who go to the gym or some of us who do not go to the gym well a lot of people are so scared to start lifting weight because they think that it's going to make them bulky not the case um lifting weights is so good for you for both your mental and your physical health. Um, it's actually, um, even better for building the physique that you want, because when you're working out doing like cardio and cardio is great, it has its place, but when you're working out doing cardio, you're burning calories in that moment. But when you're lifting weights and you're putting that stress on your muscle, Mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're tearing the fibers in your muscle. So you are actually burning more after the workout. So um, it's called EPOC, E-P-O-C, look it up. And um, essentially in, in, in layman's terms, what it means is you're burning calories for I think like 24 to 48 hours after you work out. So it's, um, it's like an investment workout, you know, if like that, that makes sense. But if you want to get into lifting weights, I totally recommend it. It is like one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Um, start small tube videos, Pinterest, Instagram influencers. They're good for something sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah. And I actually recently started working with a coach. You're never above or below working with someone and asking for help. Um, and, you know, that, that, I think that's a great step too, is investing yourself, man, like learn and uh, take a chance and try something new. For me, I'm I'm because I'm 4'11 and I, I feel like I'm tiny. really little and I'm not little, but I feel insignificant sometimes if I'm in a crowd and every, I'm looking up and like you feel lesser than and we all feel like that in general sometimes in our life. And I think yeah. lifting weights, there's something so empowering about, oh, my God, I just deadlifted 50 pounds or 100 pounds or mm-hmm. I just did this or I just bench pressed this much and it's like so empowering like it's I did, emotional it is it's like it's so it's such a beautiful feeling some of the stuff we do is like a mental reward like oh I did this well check that's great but when you're lifting weights it's an actual tangible item that yeah. you can say you see that I lifted that shit, <laughs> you and know, the, you can always lift more. And that's something that I've really come to love about weightlifting is once you hit a peak, it's not like you're capped there. You can always do more and do better. And it's kind of like the same concept of like the, the non-scale victories is when you hit that PR, the personal record, and you feel really good, 
they have something else to go for, you know, and, and like that never stops. There's always more stairs to climb. Yeah. So yeah, it makes you feel good. And, you know, you said you deadlifted what, like 165. 165. Girl, girl, that's more it than what I, you, you deadlifted before, more than me. Yeah. It's before Doug went on deployment, but it was that's just amazing. One, it was just once, but you know, in competition, you just have to do once. And to be honest, I probably peed on myself, but everybody pees on themselves in competition. <laughs> we, we, I did not we've know all been that. There. I was so embarrassed. I was like, Doug, I think I peed myself. That's very common. People will piss their pants. It's very, very, very common. It's not embarrassing. Very common. That's all. That is amazing. It's a lot of weight. It was hard. But I had to work up to that. I worked up to that. And how did it feel? It was, it was like amazing, which, which he just got off deployment. So now we can get back to the gym and he's here and I get to exercise with him. And so I'm super excited and we get to do it again. And when, when, when you're heavier working out is like miserable, Mm -hmm. but event, you know, you have to look at it differently. Working out isn't a punishment. It's a privilege. And it's, um, like we're, we're blessed to be able to move our body like that. We're blessed to be able to gain that strength and, and take care of ourselves and working out is awesome. I can't believe we're talking like skinny, healthy people. (laughs) It's, Oh my God. Sometimes, I still get amazed when I hear myself sometimes. I'm like, did I just say that? <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Literally yeah. a different person. Yeah. They used to call me double lane highway, wide load, mm. uh, fat sissy. Like, oh God. Yeah. I was so big. I was just, well, I'm four foot 11. So there's nowhere for me to go, but round. Like I just turned into like a little ball. <laughs> so yeah it's sometimes I'll catch myself do you catch yourself now doing skinny people things I do and when I catch myself doing them that's just another moment for me to just be like wow I have realization moments all the time all the time I probably drive he's Eddie's in the other room I probably drive him nuts anytime we're doing something I'll stop and be like like, this is crazy. I, I couldn't have done this, you know, X yeah. amount of years yeah. ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I know I bring it up often and I know that yeah. I talk about it often. And he's like, no, like, please, like, let's talk it's about so it. Amazing. We were just having sex a few months ago and I had to stop mid thing there. And I was like, oh my God, I can see my hip, my bone. I could like see myself. Like I could see my private parts. And I was that, like, I want to watch. That's amazing. I've never done that. <laughs> it's like, that, that's, that it's probably, a huge deal. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Like I, I experienced that too. It's, and I'm like, oh my God, I can see what's happening. <laughs> but before you can't even see past your belly. Like, I'm sorry. No, it's, I would just, it's, just see a mound. Yeah. You don't even look because. And I don't even want to look that direction because I know what is that direction. It's hot. Like, can we, can we take a second? Like, yeah. is this, are, are we censored here? Can I take a second? We're fine. That is, it is, it is a very hot moment when you can see that for the first time. It is. It's absolutely amazing. I actually do with the lights on. I'm like, I want to watch. I feel oh, fucking hot. That's so hot. I love it. Like, I'm oh so glad God. you get me on that. Because I, and if you go look at my Valentine's day episode with Doug, 
when we met, I would tell him that I couldn't see the lights on because it kept me up. But it was really just trying to turn the lights off because I never would have the lights on ever during sex. Aww. Body dysmorphia. I didn't want to see myself. I want, I would love to see him, but I didn't want to see myself. And so it's the most amazing thing. If anybody's on the fence, your health should never be a should I or shouldn't I? If it's going to benefit your health in any way, absolutely. You know, if you can try it, go talk to somebody at least. Yeah, talk, talk to people, do your research, watch your videos. Don't be afraid to go to those, you know, seminars and don't be afraid to make a consultation appointment because it's, there's, you're not signing your life away, you know, yeah. it, it never hurts because that's really going to, you know, give you an idea as to, you know, what your next steps might be. Yeah. And Cece, we can do, we can do a whole other episode about sex after weight loss surgery. And I totally want to do a sex episode, just sex. And then I also want to do a sex therapist episode with an actual yeah. sex therapist, because I thought of that one and a marriage counselor episode, because those are huge. I just, I think it's important. I think that's a huge, I think our husbands, our partners are you know, we cannot do this without them. And, and that's why on the bariatric cruise, you can bring your partner because I think it's good for your husband, Megan, to meet my husband because they've never had bariatric surgery, but they know what it feels like to have a wife that does. It's just, it's an amazing thing. And I think it's going to help your husband and he's going to be around all these bariatric patients and they're all their partners or whoever. Yeah. And I agree that, you know, your husband meeting him and it, it, uh, there's so many commonalities there, but they've never even met before, but I'm sure they have so much in common just based off of that, you know? Yeah. Everybody needs to come on the cruise. Come on the cruise. Yes. Come on the cruise. We just got several new team members today and I'll be releasing those. I've just been on vacation. I went on the bariatric cruise and I took the cruise last month so that I could see meet everybody and see where we'll be and everything that we can do. And, um, yeah. and I just cannot get off vacation, dude. Where's oh my, my God. Where's my I freaking know. Bahama mama? Where's my Bahama oh. mama? Where's my pina colada? Nobody's bringing me. Nobody's serving me. Who is making my bed right now? There's nobody. making. Me. I need to get off vacation mode. I've been on vacation like the whole month of July. Like it's crazy. I it's your birthday month. It's okay. I cannot get my shit in gear. I just cannot. And then I have this surgery next week. So I'm um, so excited for you. I can't wait to follow that along. Oh because... my God. So tell me about your surgery. You said you want to talk about your 360 <laughs> surgery. Tell yeah. Me. So I decided to go forth with a 360 lower body lift. I'm going to Athenix. Have you heard of it? No. Oh my God. So I'm going to see Dr. Dry at Athenix and that whole group of um, surgeons, they're like miracle workers. They're magicians. Wow. The work that they do, your girl's going to have such a snatched waist and I can't wait. Oh my God. I'm, I'm excited. And I just want to, I just want to clarify that getting my skin removed isn't something that I need to do. I, it's not something I feel like I need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it because I want to. And I, I think that there's a lot of people who, you know, are in the community and they're like, oh, like that's something that I have to do. You don't have to do it. No. You don't have to do it. it yeah. But 
Um, if it's something you want to do, that's cool. I, for one, just want to see what the hell is underneath that I've been working for. Um, but man, I'm yeah. excited. And I eventually so, want to get a breast lift too, because God, my poor boobies. So what is specifically all the procedures that you're getting when you do your 360? So the, the 360 all I'm doing at, at first, so they're going to cut all oh, so they the just, way around. And they pick oh, up yeah. from the bottom oh, and yeah, pull I'll, down I'll, from the top. I'll, I'll show you. So oh, they're okay, going to okay. cut. So hold on. So this is my loose skin. Yeah, that's about what I have. That's what I have. Let me show yeah, you mine. Oh, oh shit, we're showing our skin. We're showing. I'm taking off my, my swim towel. Taking off my swim towel. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. Hold on, let me get my wedgie out. Let me pick up my mic. So here's, I'm the same way as you. So does it hang down like that? Hold on, I'm panning my laptop down. Does it hang down? See, I have all this too. And I don't know. I've never. Oh, yeah, mine hangs down. So yeah, it hangs down. We're comparing our down. It's just like all this skin. It's like, it's crazy that it's just like it's not going to be it's there. Just, it's flat, but it just, it's weird. It, it's flat, but it just, um, it's just so flabby and I just, I'm over it. I'm over it. So, so yeah, they're, they're cutting all the way around. So they're going to cut under. So they do an incision right by the belly button and then right other on the hip and they cut all the way around. See, your and then they looks like mine. That's what mine looks like. I think we have twinsy stomachs. But this is going to be gone. Like, oh it's my God. crazy. Like, and sometimes I'll stand in the mirror and I'll like, kind of like pull it up and be like, oh, like, is that what it's going to look oh like? Oh my God. And I do that all the time. Uh, I do I'm that excited. All the time. Do you, I'm do like, you know? oh, it's going to be this flat. Oh my God. Oh my I, God. Oh my and God. Wait, wait, wait. I'm getting it done like two and a half months before the cruise. Oh my God. Yes. Well, you need to do the swimsuit fashion show. If you do it, I'll do it. If you do it, I'll do it. And I'll wear a baby I'm probably, suit. Oh my God. I'm probably still going to be swollen, but like. I have I never <sighs> worn a bathing suit in public. Like literally when I go to the swim thing, I wear a, a top and then I wear these little shorts, the little swim shorts. Yeah. That's what I wear when I go to the pool. I've I've never worn a bathing suit in public my whole life. In 51, well, I'm, I ain't going to lie. I'm sure I did it when I was a kid. And I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But my adult life, I have never worn a bathing suit in public ever. The so. amount of non-scale victories that people are going to experience in yeah. this trip, insane. Mm -hmm. It's insane. I, I can't wait to be there for that for you. Yeah, I am. So I think self-care is, is the most self-care and community. Those are the things that you cannot live at. You can't live without and be successful in bariatric surgery. You just can't, you've got to have community. We've got to start putting ourselves first and be selfish. Yes. Yes. Be selfish. Mm-hmm. Put yourself first. Absolutely. Because if, if, so if you're not the best you, you can't be the best you for your, your wife, your husband, your kids, your, your mom, your dad, your anybody. If you're not the best version of you for you, you can't be the best you for them either, you know? So, but community, it's so important. God, I can't wait to yes. rock, so we're having rock a bikini. Oh my God. I've never worn a bikini in my life. Oh my God. I'm going to have a stomach I can show. Oh my God. Guys, on 
June the 22nd to the 26th, Royal Caribbean from Miami to the Bahamas next year uh, to go to. And if you want to see my belly and Megan's belly, go on Patreon and you can watch the video to this episode and check us out. Uh, you can look at my drink and what we're doing. Thank you so much, Megan, for being here. I am so glad I met you. I, it's such a blessing to meet people who are just real, you know, you're just, you're you, you're doing your thing and you're just trying to put it out there and I appreciate you. And I think you're beautiful. You're so gorgeous. Come on. You're gorgeous. Keep putting the recipes on there. I love your, I bought that stupid ninja and I had to really explain to my husband why we needed another ninja. He's like, baby, we already got a ninja, but you it use was, it. Don't you? And it's shit. such a great way to get protein in. It's, and it's so enjoyable. It's literally ice cream guys. Like, I thought it's not going to be real ice cream. I know. It is really ice cream. It, it blows my mind. I've had it like a, a million times, but every time I'm like, damn, like this I know. is literally ice cream. Put it in your container, put it in the freezer. Next day, put it in the thing. Boom. It blends up. It's the most easiest. They've dumbed it down for us so much, guys, that it is actually attainable. It is so easy. It's the easiest thing I've ever Eaten. I've gotten pineapple juice, pineapples. I've done strawberries with the strawberry for your life. Mm. I've done the coffee one, which is delicious. I yeah. add a little extra coffee. Yeah. I will have coffee. I will blend it up like really, really good. And I'll throw in some more coffee like in the morning. Oh. And I just, it makes like a little frappuccino. It is so good. And the, the options are endless. I've oh, added graham crackers, some like sugar-free, fat-free cheesecake, jello pudding mix it, like cheesecake, ice cream. Oh my, my God. That sounds Oh good. my God. There's so many different ways you can do it. Again, we can have our episode all about sex and we can have an episode just about ice cream. I know we can do that. We need to do it. <laughs> Thank you for coming. We'll definitely schedule the uh, sex one because I think that's important. I'm, and I, I, I'm dead serious. I think it's so important. It's mind-blowing in a lot of different ways <laughs> oh yeah I I think you know I think talking about it beginning to end you know the emotional aspect of it and just yeah. I think that that's a conversation that uh I would be more than happy to have and I think that a lot of people might want to hear all right guys stay tuned me and Megan will do a sex episode let's do it yes. <laughs> all but right, thank girl. you for having me thank yes, you so ma'am. much I will see you and you're doing great and I'm so excited for the cruise and you're going to be a part of it. And I can't wait to meet you in person. I hate that we have no. to wait till June. Well, no. I may see you at the award show. I might go I'm thinking about it. Okay. I will be there and Doug will be there. If Doug doesn't go, maybe we can share a room. If your husband can't go. I will find out. I don't know how I feel about going to Atlanta by myself. Yeah. You'd have to draw. I would fly. I fly everywhere. I'm cheap. That's a long drive. Yeah, that's a long drive. That's a seven hour drive for you, right? Seven, seven and a half. He'll probably come. He, he loves doing this stuff, man. He, he's I like, I can't drive that long. You need he's my, my, yeah. Yeah. But he, he's, he, he's like my number one fan. He's like, let's go. He, he, like, I brought it up to him and he's like, let's do it. Like, oh, it's okay. so good. He's so he was the same way with the cruise. 
Oh my God, he's so good. So the guys are going to do something too. The bariatric bro is going to get all of the men, whether you're bariatric or not, and they're going to do things. They're going to do guy things. So bro stuff. Yes, bro stuff. <laughs> all right, girl. We'll talk to you later. I love you so much. I don't even know you. I don't know you, but I love you. <laughs> all right, girl. I'll talk to you later. All right. Have Bye. a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcast. And check us out at Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash fairy diaries for more exclusive content, deep dives, and info on upcoming events. Don't forget, follow us on social media. See you there.